0: Welcome back to Crisis
1: Marketing Week on the MarTech Podcast. This week, we're sharing the framework and marketing strategies that we're applying here on the MarTech Podcast to give you a guide to market through the impact of the coronavirus. Each day this week, we've been publishing an episode that walks you through the five steps that we're taking to evaluate, triage, secure, pivot, and scale your business in this time of crisis. Joining me again today is the man behind the scenes, my head of content production, Mr. Todd Hines. And here's the fourth installment of Crisis Marketing Week, where Todd and I discuss getting back into thinking about the long-term game. Todd, welcome back to Crisis Marketing Week on the MarTech
2: Podcast. Always a pleasure, Ben. Great to be here.
1: So far this week, we've talked about identifying that a crisis is actually happening. You know, what we did when we realized that, hey, the coronavirus was going to impact the economy and impact us. Talked a little bit about triaging, figuring out what you needed to accomplish first figuring out what resources you have on hand. And yesterday, we talked about our short-term planning, about how we were going to adjust our target to try to find sponsors who were affected by the crisis that's happening in the coronavirus. And for us, that means we're reaching out to the people that had the events that they were sponsors of be canceled. And there's a couple other industries that we mentioned yesterday. Today, we're going to talk about getting back into the long-term plan. And that's where we are today. Let's talk a little bit about what we're thinking about now that we're starting to sort of build those routines and habits back up during this time of crisis. Are you starting to feel like things are getting a little bit more routine?
2: Personally, in my day to day, yes. However, I think that overall, we're still far from routine. And I think there will be a lot of opportunities to readjust our routine as we find out in the coming weeks and months what. The real scope of this crisis is going to be, and then what solutions are in place. Solutions that we come up with for our business and also government solutions, policy solutions, and just socially. I mean, the lay of the land is going to change. But I am absolutely optimistic and remain positive and think especially in the short term and for the business, things that are definitely more routine.
1: I'm cautiously optimistic. And one of the reasons why I say that is things are bad. Let's just be honest. The the coronavirus is a horrible epidemic, and it is going to take people's lives. I'll go back to what we said in the first episode. If you need information about the coronavirus, go to the CDC.gov website and read up on how you can protect yourself. But from a day-to-day perspective, now that we're a few weeks into managing through this crisis, we're starting to build habits again. We're heading into the office every day, We have a sense of the landscape. And I mentioned this metaphor before of, you know, I've dealt with crises being in the suburbs of San Francisco related to living through an earthquake. And when the first earthquake hits, it doesn't mean that it's the last earthquake. And I think that's the stage that we're in right now. It's, hey, the ground has been shaking and it's starting to slow down and we're seeing some tremors and we're starting to move around, but we're still a little cautious that another one could be coming. And so that's kind of where my head is at right now. We've figured out how to stabilize in terms of our content production so far, right? Our goal for the triage phase was protect the core product, make sure that we had a product that we could actually sell. When we started getting back into operations, we started thinking about how to find sponsors to keep our pipeline coming up. We pivoted our target a little bit to focus on the event marketing community, people that might have marketing budget that they need to reallocate. And now the question is, okay, how should we be thinking about growth? We're also coming to the end of the quarter here. And so this is kind of a funny little place to be in the world. And just to give you a sense of what's happened with our podcast, when I think about where we grew from last year, we went from 10,000 to right around 45,000 downloads per month. And the beginning of this year, our goal was to double the podcast. And and we came out of the gates going absolutely gangbusters. I, I actually haven't had a chance to update everyone about the performance of the podcast, but we've gone from 40,000 downloads a month to 57,000 downloads a month from January to February, which was a new record, right? We picked up, I think it was like 16,000, 17,000 downloads in a month. A lot of the credit of that goes to two things. We had an app store optimization campaign that happened where we were a little higher in the iTunes podcast ranking. And second, we started with a programmatic advertising agency that we're optimistic it's going to show some really great returns. Now, here's where we are. We put in $15,000 of marketing budget this quarter, and we went from 40,000 downloads a month. We peaked at 57,000 downloads a month. And what it's looking like for the end of this month is we're going to land the plane around 47,000 downloads. So, you know, we went from 40 to 57 to 54 at the beginning of the outbreak, and now we're starting to see a little softness in our business where we're down to 47,000 downloads. So when I look at the where we started at the beginning of the quarter to where we're ending, going from 46,000 downloads to 47,000 downloads, it looks like we were relatively flat, but we did see this big spike in the middle of our quarter. So what should we be thinking about? Hey, this is really a complicated time and I'm sure other people that are budget owners are thinking about this is I have a limited amount of resources, should I be marketing or should I be holding on to that capital to protect my business? And I honestly don't know what the right answer is right now. We're in a little bit of a wait and see mode. We're going to cautiously invest some budget to keep the lights on, to try to keep the business, to make sure that we are meeting the commitments to our sponsors, but I don't know if we're going to go all in and continue to put in fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000 a month in our performance marketing budget, because there's just inherent risk. I might need that budget to pay my salary, to pay for Todd, to pay for the rest of our team, to pay our editor. So how do we think about it? Hey, we have roughly a year's worth of runway. Can we afford $15,000 this quarter? Yes. But on the flip side, then we only have 10 months or so of runway if we do that. There is a debate here internally in my head of what should we be spending. So Todd, as we start thinking about whether we should or shouldn't continue to invest in performance marketing budgets, and I know that this is an area that a lot of brands are pulling back, a special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex, ready to take your team from I think to I know. What are some of the things that we've discussed in terms of how do we continue to grow the business without just doubling down on paid campaigns?
2: So the most obvious is to focus more on organic and unpaid marketing channels. So thinking about our SEO, thinking about what kind of content we can create that will add value to the audience that we already have. So in place of spending money to grow our audience, how can we grow audience organically with our content? And how can we also better serve our existing audience?
1: Todd, you hit the nail on the head here. There's earned, owned and paid. And the news cycle is going to be dominated by the coronavirus for the foreseeable future. People's minds are not on business growth right now in a lot of cases. You know, I think it's healthy for people to be more conservative. Now, I do think that you still need to invest in marketing to keep your business alive, right? Marketing generates revenue. Revenue keeps your business alive. So chicken or the egg. For us, this is the perfect time to evaluate our performance marketing efforts. We're going to be testing some other channels. We have our programmatic channel. We have data on that. We're going to continue to test it. We're going to look at some other performance marketing channels and try to evaluate which one's the most efficient. But really where my head is at is we need to develop organic marketing strategies. First and foremost, start building content. SEO, social content syndication. It's going to help you with SEO, right? Getting that organic traffic, building more pages, getting Google to start sharing the word about you. Social syndication, taking your content and sharing it in the right places, in the right forums. People are still working, maybe a little less, maybe they're working from home, but they are still consuming content. Influencer marketing, building relationships with people that have influence. You know, I put the Martech podcast in that camp. Some of those campaigns are going to be paid. Some of them are going to be earned. But taking the content that you have, talking about it publicly, this is the biggest way that you're going to build your organic growth engine. Start writing your content, building your organic engine. Now, I will preface that with, if you start from day one and you're building an organic content marketing machine, you are not going to see the type of returns that you would on day one from a performance marketing campaign. These channels take time to mature. But if you're going to be sitting there without a performance marketing budget and you need to start thinking about what you can be doing, start building that machine. So, in one, three, six months from now, all of a sudden you have a content archive that is building on itself and a machine that could start growing. So, when you look back, you're saying, okay, those were tough times but we put our head down and did the work. And now we have an organic marketing engine, and we can always turn our performance or marketing engine on down the road. So when we talk about organic marketing channels, for me, build content, do your SEO, think about email marketing, build your social media channels, maybe start thinking about affiliates, referral relationships. Those are some of the biggest things that you can focus on to still be an effective marketer, So go and build those organic marketing channels, invest your time since that's all you have if you're stuck without a budget, building things that are going to build the business for the long term. And I'll also say that this is the time for you to, A, be creative, start thinking about other ways that you can get out there that are industry specific. Go be gutsy. What else do you have to lose? If the money is drying up and you have to be creative, don't leave bullets in the chamber. And the other thing to do is think about all of those projects that you really wanted to invest time in. If you have time and you're not going to be hamstrung by operating your performance marketing budgets, if those are drying up, then start building all of the advanced analytics that you wanted to. Start digging into the data that you have, understand a better sense of who your most valuable customers are, and slim down that target. If you are going to get really refined and really precise, you don't have to spend as much budget as you would have before. So get better in your analytics, dig into the data, build your content, share your content, syndicate it, focus on building social presence. And of course, go out and try to be on podcasts. Speak about what you're doing. There's a whole world of people that are running content businesses, and hopefully we can help you out in that regard as well. And that wraps up this episode of Crisis Marketing Week on the MarTech Podcast. Check back on your feed tomorrow morning when we talk about some of the things that we've learned running our own independent businesses.